0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network from the fifth quarter studios in madison wisconsin you're listening to coach unplugged and now your host
1: steve collins hey everybody welcome to welcome to coach unplugged i'm gonna leave that i'm a little tongue twisted it's one of those days today um before we jump into the podcast today i want to make sure i give a big shout out to our two sponsors first of all dr dish they what i love about them is not only how easy it is to set up not only how great their customer service is but what i like is how innovative they are they're always changing their machine always making it better always looking to pivot it's why they're one of our sponsors because we believe in them so much. So go over and check them out. Mention, uh, mention Coach Unplugged, mention High School Hoops, mention TeachHoops.com, mention Coach Collins, mention anybody and they'll give you $400 off um, related to us. Uh, that's You won't find a better discount out there. And then also go over and check out TeachHoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking... For a coach to help you coach, (laughs) if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for my bat phone, if you're looking to get help in every aspect of the game, if you're looking for clinics, if you're looking for videos, if you're looking for motivation, if you're looking for handouts, looking for practice ideas, anything we have it all in there with a 14 day free trial, go over and check it out. Um, Only 14 day free trial out there. It will, you will not be disappointed. Um, We believe in our products so much and um, I think you'll love it. So, go over and check it out. It's help, what, uh, what helps us keep the lights on here and uh, everything moving forward. So, have a great day and let's head off to the podcast. Shoot away. All
2: right. So, I got uh, sixth grade boys. Okay. In uh, Delvin, Ohio here. But um, so, I guess we're trying to run like the Read and React that I've never coached it before. Yep. And uh, the sixth graders, I had one practice with them so far. Okay. Uh, I came give them like three principles. Okay. Uh, they kind of they were able to do it pretty well i was kind of impressed with their ability And the fourth graders i guess is where the trouble is they like, but I, I i don't think i gave them principles so much i was kind of like telling them like okay if you're in the corner you do this if you're in the wing you do this if you're in the point you do this and maybe that's harder to do than if i just say you know if you pass cut as
0: like well, yeah I w- yeah for the especially for those younger ones i would keep it really simple um so the the you said sixth grade right the first one yeah yeah so were they doing any specific things over and over again
2: um i kind of had them like like pass for it we we, we haven't got to like drive yet so there's no driving going on okay like pass and cut and i had them do like four passes on the outside then they would kind of like hit the cutter and the cutter would do a layup that's kind of for about
1: like 15 minutes like kind of a thing yep yep so so passing and cutting is gonna,
0: what It's going to be like their crutch <laughs> um <laughs> which is fine but they're not going to get a lot of scores off of that it's more about keeping balance so they will automatically pass and cut that will be you won't even i mean if you came in tomorrow and did this with them they would do that automatically they'd probably fill the five spots especially the older kids and then they would pass and cut So the percentage, because I I, I looked over my last couple years because we're tweaking some things in our offense with this, and how often you actually make that pass to the cutter and score off it is really small. It's hard to do it. It's hard for NBA guys to do it. Um, So you're going to want to teach them to do – once you've done this once or twice, I won't even worry about cutting anymore. I would worry about another layer that you could add that will take – Every other layer, but cutting is going to take more time. Um, So whether it's you want them to screen away, whether you want them to cut and then back screen, whether you want them to drive or dribble and then, you know, curl behind, whatever you think they're capable of doing, whatever that next step is, that's where you should spend your time. Because my guess is that the passing and cutting is going to take care of itself. All right. Um, it would be interesting. It would be an interesting experiment if you came in and said, all right, let's try this. I bet if you sat back and watched for like 30 seconds, they would all pass and cut and replace. Um, and there's no – there, especially if there's no defense, it's going to look good. Um, but yeah. as soon as you put some defenders in there and they don't let them cut or they – you know, it's hard to make that pass to the cutter, it will be harder to score. I guess I
2: was going over like some different things too. Let me think the, the inbounds plays yep. – yeah. yeah, I was looking at their classes, the courses and stuff. Yep. I was thinking of doing like a line. This is with both of them. I was going to do like have like three of them on the foul line and then like one, like the post by the ball. Yep. And this, is, I, don't, I forget what you guys call this, but maybe like a triple curl or something. But like the, the guy at the post comes up and screens and then all three of them curl around that screen towards yep. the basket kind of thing.
0: Yep. I would, I would, so especially at this age, I would pick one set. Like if you want to do line at the free throw line or you want to do a stack or you want to do a box, I would just pick one of them and then maybe pick one or two variations of it. Um, Just because it's easier for them to remember. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cross pollinate different types of out of bounds plays. I would basically pick one and stick with it and then if something doesn't work you can just kind of tweak off of that so if you like the one at the free throw line then yeah you could do the curls and then maybe the next time i'm telling you right now at this age if you teach them to cut hard it will work um okay you know that's like another one i
2: think like the the other like the variation was like uh yeah uh, the one goes back the middle one goes back right
0: yeah. And the a, thing is what you could do with and the them two up front of
2: the cross or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what you could do with them is teach them that they, it can change every time, you know, maybe the guy on the right or the left taps the person and then the reach of them. So they know which way they're going and then just have them cut. Just like all four of you are going to cut to the basket. If they cut really hard, one of them will be open, especially at that age. Cause they're going to, it, it's, Yeah, it's just hard for them to jam and stop the cuts. So it's not even the screening. That's why I think at that age, cutting and curling is really good. Um, and it's a great way to get some easy <laughs> buckets, to be honest with you, because you're moving at the basket right. more than your offense. Like, okay. y- y- yeah. I mean, you're. how much are you really going y- to – the offense is important, and don't get me wrong, but you're going to only run that <laughs> – At that age, 20% of the time probably, you know, the rest of it's going to be transition. The rest of it's going to be out of bounds plays. The rest of it's going to be a steal or a turnover and you're going to go. Um, So I would spend a lot of time I'm just remembering back to my son when he was that age Mm -hmm. that I probably spent too much on offense (laughs) Um, for this percentage of times we actually ran it in the half court. And work more on what are we going to do when they turn it over? What are we going to do in transition? What are we going to do getting the ball up the court? Do you think anyway. one's
2: better than the other? Do you think like, uh, do you think the lines better than the box, or the other way around? Oh, <laughs> are
0: they a bunch of all same sizers? Do you have a couple big skyscrapers? Do you have guards? Do You have bigs? Do You have a mixture? Got a lot of guards, really. I think
2: I was planning on playing five out. We don't really have anybody that like. Post up at all, you know. I mean? Yes, yeah, so have- if
0: you've got five, if you've got like five guards, get them away from the basket so they can use their quickness to. Because there'll be some times where bigger guys are on them, and you want them curling and cutting. So I, I wouldn't definitely would not use box with a, with a guard set. I would use something where you can just pull them away from the basket and get okay. them moving. The, the the hard part, and it's been a while since I've had to do it with that age, but the hard part is to find the guy to throw it in. To be honest with you, so that's where you got to experiment and who, who's because so, sometimes your best passer is your best scorer too so there's this fine balance between but especially if you're cutting and curling you got to have somebody that can actually thread that needle um and usually there's one or two on every team that can do that so that's you got to experiment with that a little bit and figure out which of the people can thread the needle on that path and then you'll see that in practice more than anything
2: because i was thinking about using like a similar thing like when it's um on the side also right
0: yes so- i would use the exact same thing i would line them up then, yep i yeah. wouldn't and then and then i've said this before on would they, they still
2: face the basket or would they face the ball on the on the side
0: uh, i i would line them i would, i've always found at that age just put them in a line facing the guy throwing it in okay because then they can curl they can cut they can do all that i wouldn't put i wouldn't put it yeah i would put it perpendicular to the line that the sideline that you're throwing it in if you know math yes i wouldn't put it parallel I'd per- right. put it perpendicular um, yes, and, and the thing is, what if you, if you get good at these, you could use these as your press break too. Like a basic okay. line for press break, as long as they're cutting, is really good. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel when you get pressed. Like if your out of bounds plays a, 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 a line parallel to the baseline and they're just cutting, you could do the exact same thing for a press break and then just teach them to cut. Um, yeah. Yeah, so good out-of-bounds plays are also good press break. My college coach was, taught me that, and it's true.
2: <laughs> I was wondering, so, like, um, we're working on this thing where it's, like, a numbered uh, transition. So if they score or we rebound, I was going to have, like, some wings go out, try to get some guys underneath, get, it, get the ball to a point guard and, you know, not a lot of dribbling, just, like, yep. three passes and get it under the basket for us to score you know, before the other team gets down. But then I'm... Thinking, well, what if they're pressing?
0: Then well, the, the best way to break right? a press is to get it up before they can press you. So that, I have no issues with that. I have had many an argument with my assistant coaches. I don't love a numbered break. Um, okay. I love my point guard to get the ball. But then this is from my playing days a long time ago. Um, I, I like the freedom of like, just get out and get to a wing and get wide. Whoever gets down there first can go. So the numbered break, especially at this age, is going to be hard. And just because you probably don't have enough practices, it's going to be frustrating on your part to run a numbered break mm-hmm. other than maybe the point guard getting it, if you definitely need him to bring it up. Or So what I would work on is spacing. It's similar to the half court. All right, The point guard gets the ball. Where is everyone going? Well, are you going down the wing? What do you? Where is your spacing? Who's trailing? Those kind of things. Pract- I mean, they'll love practicing that. You won't have a hard oh, time yeah. motivating. <laughs> So that's the good thing about it. If the
2: refs handing us handing it to us on the, they're pressing that, then maybe we do like our inbounds play. Then yeah, yeah, that's the time that we do the inbounds. Otherwise, we just do this, get wide and get down.
0: And the thing is, if they're cutting, it's hard when when they when they cut across, it's hard. It's it's hard to if the cuts are strong and and you know diagonal to where they are with the ball, then it's really hard to defend. Um, but it's going to take some practice, and you know you can do this. But the way I kind of teach this is no dribbles, um, both on the offense and the defensive end. Until you, te- until you, if you're doing the read and react, until you teach them how to dribble on the read and react. But um, a lot of press breaks, a lot of out of bounds plays. I want to do it without us, uh, out without us having to dribble at all. So if you do this press break and or you do the the break, they should almost be able to to run the break without any dribbles, and if If they need any, maybe it's the initial point guard. But if they're sprinting, they shouldn't need any dribbles. It will teach them to look up and look for guys ahead of them if they can't dribble. If they can dribble, unless they're different in Ohio than they are in Wisconsin, they're going to want to take like six dribbles before they get rid of the ball. (laughs) And the way you break them of it is take it away from them. And they'll they'll force their heads up and to look up the court. I guess like
2: with the we're thinking of – so the one team, the older ones, they can start playing zone this year for the first time.
0: Okay, it's,
2: it's always been man to man until the sixth grade. Now they're letting us do zone if we want. And I, I was thinking doing like a zone when we're pressing them, and then also maybe if for whatever reason we're having problems with our man to man on certain matchups, going to like a zone. Us thinking like doing like a one three one. I don't know. If, and I, I my thought is like to trap like. So if we're doing one three one, 3 if, if we can trap them in the front court, like we're close to where they pass it in, trap them in that corner. Yep. And not try to trap in the middle at all.
0: Yep, don't trap don't in the middle at all because there's just too many angles. So, That's yeah, the awesome. one three one, the one three, one 3 quarter court is really effective. And part of it is playing cat and mouse. You want to put your best athlete on top. You want to put your, probably your smallest athlete in the bottom. Going to put your strongest kid in the middle and then your two best athletes on the wing. Which one's
2: in the middle
0: again? The the big, whoever can, because the ball can't get in the middle. If the ball gets in the middle against a 1 3 1, you're done. So whoever's your best post defender should go in the middle.
2: Post defender, okay. Yeah,
0: it's like it tends to be the bulky kid, maybe not as. Agile of kid, but that you have to take the middle away. If the ball gets in the middle, we're t- you're t- yeah, you're 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 you're, you're done. Um, our rule is if the ball gets in the middle, we're running back at that point. We're matching up or we're going back into the half court.
2: Okay, and if we're in the half court playing one three one, then just uh I was thinking, just uh, try to trap in the corner.
0: Yep, I would. I wouldn't trap if once it gets past half court, I wouldn't trap uh-huh. up top. It's really hard unless you're long. I would only trap in the corners. Um in a spec <laughs> now sixth grade boys is a little different, but it will it will work because they can't really make the pass from that corner to the opposite wing. Yeah, because they're not strong enough. Um, right. so that's where that st- the steel they're gonna try to make it, and that's where the steel's gonna come from. So I would definitely work on trapping in the corner with the guy in the bottom and the wing, and you'll get some steals. Trust me. You spend a little time on it, you'll it will work. It'll be like gold. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. it will be good for it will be good for changing pace and tempo I would still play a lot of personally would still play a lot of man in sixth grade just because they need it um, right. but this is a really this would be a good change up and if you really want to press and you're running man you could just you know run and jump you could teach them to double the ball on a dribble or when they pick it up we're gonna go at them some basic stuff like that um, you know we when I did it with when I was I was talking to Logan today about coaching his team in sixth grade. Um, We used to do just the first pass. Like they dribble it over half court and usually the first pass is to a wing. So we would call it like, I don't even remember what we called it, but the ball would go to the wing point guard, bring it up. Ball would go to the wing and we trap and we would do it once we trap just once. And then we'd be in our man and we'd Mm -hmm. score five, six times a game out of it because people aren't ready for it. They don't know when it's coming. Um, Uh So that that element of surprise, can, especially at that age, can really be a f- – all right, one more, Coach, and then I got I another one after you.
2: <laughs> I guess if you have a player that, like, like doesn't want to do things during practice, I mean, what do you do with the kid? I mean, I was like, how about we play knockout? And the kid's like, no, I don't want to play knockout. And then even, like, we were going to do, like a, like, a cheer at the end, you know, just put your hand in and do, like, a team cheer. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, my God, what's up with this kid?
0: So those are hard. Those are, that kid's probably there because mom or dad or grandma wants them to be there. So what I've done in the past with those kids is you got to find what makes them kind of click. And it might be Star Wars. It might be Marvel. It might be, you know, they might be math kid. They might be whatever you got to if you if you connect with them in that age, they'll they'll run through a wall for you. But you got to figure out what makes them click, and obviously it's not basketball at this. Point. So that's a hard that's a hard one. And and I would definitely try to connect with the parents on that one because I've had to okay. do this. It's like, well, Johnny doesn't really want to be here. Maybe <laughs> he needs to take up curling, you know, kind of thing. Um, I
2: think maybe he got upset because I was like, a, he wanted to scrimmage, like four on four scrimmage. There's eight kids on our team, right? And I kind of like. I don't know, I didn't want to do it, because I'm like, well, that's going to be kind of a waste of time. I didn't say that to him, but I just kind of put it off, and at the end, we kind of ran out of time. I wonder if right. I kind of set him off, or he's like, I really wanted to do this, and we didn't do it, or something.
0: It could be. At that age, the, the, yes, I would say yes. And and to be honest with you, every every practice, I would have to try to have something, especially at that age, something that kind of hooks them. So something fun, something whatever. Maybe we're playing for, maybe we're playing knockoff for Gatorade, or we're gonna you know you know have a a one-on-one horse tournament or something and then the winner gets a gatorade or something. I, I don't know mm. they swear to god my guys my 12th graders still remember all doing all those fun games with them in sixth grade fifth grade so yeah find something like that they'll remember those they won't remember you run and read and react but they'll remember those <laughs> games yeah that's what the all right um all right.
1: L- thanks coach let me know if you have any other questions Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, If you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, subscribe and like. We do appreciate those. Have a great day. Sports Social
2: Podcast Network.